0: right now say something really quick bunty just to check hey this is bunty on the pod- podcast <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Today, Entrepreneur House listeners, we are rejoined by Bunty Sumroy. Bunty was the events coordinator for the Entrepreneur House the past month. We just wrapped up our month in Chiang Mai and had an incredible house and an incredible experience. Bunty's is going to share with us, talk a little bit about the power of giving your time being a volunteer and what it was like the past month in the Entrepreneur House. So welcome to the show, Bunty.
1: Thanks for having me, Chris. Glad to be back. I'm glad to be back on the show and to be able to share my experience with you guys after the house is finished.
0: Cool, man. Well, it's been an incredible month, so we're just going to run through kind of what we did the past month and what the experience was like. So give us some feedback, Bunty. How was, how was your month at the Entrepreneur House? Yeah,
1: that seems like a loaded question, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> just right off the bat. Um, it was busy to say the least, but not, it's exactly what I was hoping for, um, the past year while I've been going into business for myself has been a struggle for my own time management, like a journey of like self discovery and being in the house just, uh, catapulted myself moving forward in that journey in ways that I couldn't have done on my own or would have taken me, um, who knows how much longer to get to the same spot, um, and it's been an invaluable experience that uh, I don't know how I would have gotten otherwise um, by by taking part in this. So it is the most amazing thing and important thing I've done in my business career uh, to date. I have to say for myself,
0: what do you think was What do you think was the most valuable thing that you took away from the past month, Bunty? The
1: uh, the small moments where masterminds would just pop up um like they were they structured masterminds and the workshops but um going to walking to dinner <laughs> that was like a mastermind like things are about like 12 minutes away <laughs> um, <laughs> so just being able to talk with someone there for that walk um sitting at dinner and then when you're like, you know, kind of hangry and you're thinking about the food, but then you start talking about some business idea to order food or something like that. All all the small moments in between the structured moments um, was like a hidden gem that's not really advertised and it's totally dependent on the individual to put themselves out there. Obviously, if you're just working hard and you're um, less social and you're focused on your own work, you don't get those as much as someone who's going to be fully present with those. And I think that was uh, the most value for me out of being in the house than um, most of the other events and structured parts of the house.
0: That's great to hear because it really reinforces the idea that who you surround yourself with will absolutely kind of change your reality. And for example, like if you were just hanging out in Thailand with another friend who wasn't a, an entrepreneur and you guys were walking to dinner, you wouldn't necessarily have that same conversation because they may be talking about the mortgage business or something like that. And when you're surrounded with those like minds, the ideas and support that can come up is absolutely just just mind-blowing. It's really phenomenal. So it's good to hear. I'm glad you said that, Bunty. What was your favorite memory?
1: Ooh, favorite memory? That's, uh, that's easy for me. Um... One weekend, a group of us, I think around 12 of us or 10 of us went downhill mountain biking. And I know uh, some of you folks did this last year, um, which was a huge surprise to me because out of this entrepreneur house, that was like the last thing on my mind. And for a little bit background for readers, I'm actually like a self-proclaimed downhill biker. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. sort of what I've been doing in my life previous to entrepreneurship um, I've downhill bike uh, in New England, in the, the small hills around DC, Colorado, California. I've like gone 10 miles downhill before oh. like I've done I've done the gamut of downhill mountain biking and one of my uh, I guess dreams or goals um, was to be able to also do this, passion or this hobby of mine with other like minds in terms of business or um, more than what business represents of just who you are as a person and and how you treat your life and where you want to go because that community of people that i've usually found on the bike um, while they're great bikers to be with and i like enjoying their time there i had to pick and choose kind of parts of my personality hold back i couldn't like mastermind With them they probably don't even know what that is or don't care about it they're just a lot more like it live in the moment kind of thing Um, just to get what's ahead of you what kind of bike you can buy the next year Um, and most of them generally have a traditional job that just sort of don't understand uh, what it means to be an entrepreneur and what might motivate someone to do that so when we were downhill biking um, being able to be with the people who were, um, just so like-minded and focused about their business, their career, how they want to live their life and going halfway through the trail and then talking about mastermind ideas of how, <laughs> of how we can make like a biking resource or different things about each other's businesses was so full circle for me. I can't even begin to describe it. It's something that I didn't pursue at all. Coming into the house, like that was not at the forefront of my mind, but it happened as soon as I got here, just from connecting with other people. So that was a a nice surprise and definitely the most memorable part of my experience. Amazing.
0: So, what did you? What were some of the expectations you had coming in, Bunti? And how did the month at the Entrepreneur House meet those? And how did they differ?
1: (laughs) Um. I am really affected by people around me and that's kind of whole reason why I want to align myself with these people. And with that, I really thought that coming in the house, I was going to have a like a niche scalable business come in like really hard out of the gates at the end of the month and like be just rolling in it or something (laughs) in that regard. And, um, and I kind of knew this in the back of my head, but entrepreneurship is a journey. And just listening to the TMBA podcast, again, more recently, one of their episodes of following someone who took like that a 1, 1,000 hour principle, um, I'm realizing I'm like a third of the way through it. And this house sort of reminded me of, of where I've come from but how far I have to go. So mm-hmm. I didn't exactly get the, the goals that I thought I would coming into the house but I learned so much about myself um, from it regardless that I would have had to learn at one point or another. Mm-hmm. I think I just I, that, that change was catalyzed um, in this month than rather spend like the next 300 hours towards a thousand hour rule just learning the things that I did in this month. Um, so definitely different in terms of what I would think I'd be making financially and where my business would go. But um, what differed and was much better for me was all the inner growth and change that I experienced um, from just a deep personal level about like, my relationship with myself and my business and how I want to live my life. Um, that has taken like, a huge turn for the better.
0: It's a really great point because I think as entrepreneurs we get these wild, amazing ideas and we start to implement them and we think, oh yeah, we're gonna implement this idea or this new business or this new product and then we're gonna be a millionaire by next Tuesday and it's gonna be so (laughs) amazing, right? And and we get excited about that and sometimes our uh, expectations are incredibly large and our dreams are incredibly large, which. Uh, can be a really good thing, a positive thing, and, and have its challenges too, and sometimes be a negative thing. But you know, it's a it's a good point because um, I think many of us entrepreneurs do that. But we also learn along the way that it's a process, right? We still have this big goal that we want to accomplish. And maybe we didn't get it done in a month's time or three months time or a year's time or sometimes even five years time. But if we just keep working at it, then we'll keep working at it and we'll still be really incredibly um, valuable and and, and happy because we did get that goal. Good point, my friend. Good point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was, a, it was a good reminder to be told that, like I said, this is a journey, and sometimes you just have to go through the motions of either trying or failing or whatever it has you before you actually come to the idea or the plan that works and is part of your long-term goal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that's where I am now.
0: <laughs> what were some of the successes you had at the Entrepreneur House?
1: The Focus 55 was extremely helpful for me because it definitely put me in the structured uh, time zone, or this time format, I should say, um, with a deadline. And just examining that I work a lot better with that format working in sprints was extremely useful to me, but to put it more tangibly... I was working on a a new business idea that who knows how long would have actually taken me to to implement if I wasn't in this focus 55. Um, And I basically just got started with it, trying to validate my idea. And within this uh, Focus 55. I was able to get my first customer through that, and it was still a free offer I was doing at the time, so it wasn't any monetary compensation. But it wasn't like uh, it wasn't a customer just through my friends or family. It was a completely, uh, it was a completely different stranger on the internet that I reached out to or that I was able to market my services to, and I just. Uh, sat down on Facebook for like a 20-30 minute consultation in the last uh, eight hours of Focus 55 before it ending. Um, And uh, while that was a small win, it was just amazing for me to see that this totally new idea that I concocted out of nowhere, um, someone was actually receptive to that and was able to benefit from this idea. And then weeks later, um, past the Focus 55, I reached out to this person and asked if my consulting had helped them, and they gave me uh, a very positive for you and feedback about how i was able to help make their decision easier that's
0: great man so for those that don't know what a focus 55 is it's one of the exercises we use at the house and it's 55 hours of intense work really so you set one or two goals to work on a project or um, an idea you have for a project or maybe it's a website or a new business or product and then we have daily check-ins and it's 55 hours pretty much as much as you can work and uh, we recommend during that time you know if you usually sleep seven hours maybe sleep six hours or try five hours or try even bunty did you even sleep during the focus 55
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but minimally (laughs) (laughs) definitely I didn't I didn't even use the alarm I just woke up because I was so energized after like three or four hours to start working
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and I saw Bunty, we had a, a a meeting room and I saw Bunty there one morning. I think he was eating popcorn and he had been up all night or something and still working away, which was funny. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it's something people get a lot of value out of. And a lot of people say it's their most favorite exercise during the Entrepreneur House. We did two at this house in Chiang Mai this year. And uh, they're just really cool experiences. And so actually for 2017, We're going to have Focus 55s at the Entrepreneur House, but we're also going to do three-day Focus 55s in different cities around the world. So we have Rio de Janeiro, I believe Austin, Texas, uh, Barcelona, Bangkok, and maybe some other cities depending on our travel schedule. So let's move in, Bunty, to the title of the podcast is The Power of Giving Your Time. And for those that don't know, Bunty was the events coordinator, but he was also a volunteer for this past month. And a lot of people uh, can kind of debate being a volunteer because they said, oh, you know, somebody's using using me for my time, and they're not paying me, and they're saying I'm going to get all this value. Maybe I do, and maybe I don't. So I was actually talking to a friend, Taylor Pearson, uh, about this, and I said, you know, Bunty's here, and he's volunteering and going to be the events coordinator. And he goes, he goes, that's great that's such a great value exchange because the people that you really meet and connect with that you wouldn't if if you were a volunteer and I was like yeah if Richard Branson put it out there to, to have a volunteers for a month I'd be on it <laughs> for a year I'd be on it for uh, I'd be the first one to sign up you know so so Bunty came to the entrepreneur house he actually wanted to come last year as a volunteer and, and he couldn't make it but uh, decided to come this year and we're really happy we had him because uh, it helped the house run smoothly. I can't, I can't give enough credit to you, Bunty, for all the work you put in. And, and he was really the perfect volunteer. So I can't give you more than enough credit and say thank you for all the work that you've done. But let's tell the listeners, like, you know, okay, was it worth it for you to volunteer for a month? You know, what would you get out of it? And why did you even do it? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so let me answer why I did it in the
1: in the first place. Um I volunteered in the past for other things, mostly for uh, financial reasons. I would be at like a music festival, and if you volunteer a couple hours of your time, you would get the ticket for free. So that idea kept on bouncing up higher in my life. And then when I was studying uh, animation in college, I um, learned of this uh, animation festival that we held all over the world in LA and Vancouver. And the best way to get into that industry at the time before getting a professional job was to volunteer. And uh, I would just pay for my own um, lodging and and then I would show up and they would give me a ticket. And aside from the minimal hours that I would have to do I always got to be on the ground level of the conference and meet people that I wouldn't otherwise meet if I was just uh, had the money for it and as an attendee? Um, at the time, I didn't really understand how valuable it was. Um, at these conferences and then actually after being to a few of these conferences I decided animation wasn't for me because just from getting to know the people more personally I discovered that I'm very far away from being like minds with these industry folk. So that was very useful to me while still figuring out my path in college. And then taking that mentality a step further, I written out sort of a script for me to follow, um, which is sort of why I wasn't able to volunteer last year. I wanted to make figure out how to make money online. I wanted to have some value that I can give back rather than showing up. And even though as a volunteer, I am giving my time, I want to have my own skills that I can learn, grow, and also give back to the community without... Uh, giving back with an exp- or without giving with an expectation. And so within this last year I was learning web design to at least as a as a launching point, a starting ground for for that step, or as a stepping stone I should say. Um, and so when I came to the house, I wasn't coming for monetary um, compensation. I came just for time. And it was a huge relief to be able to come um, to benefit the house uh, at no additional cost to myself, and because I was still able to work uh, from my laptop based on the skills that I've accumulated over the year, it it took a huge burden off of me and and, um, prevented me from feeling anxious. I'm not getting paid, and I know some people who volunteering might have that while they're giving their time. So I think that's very important to be able to make that distinction, that when you're volunteering, you're not doing it for the money, um, but you still have to figure out some way how to cover your living expenses, whether that's still work or have a padding or whatever it may be. Um, So that kind of combined with uh, just the value that I got out of it was um, my rationale and I think
0: very important for me to, to come and get that value so so what were some of the the bonuses or the value that, that you did get out of the house that really stand out in your mind
1: um, being able to I mean aside from being in the house I know I would have gotten some level of benefit from just being with other like-minded entrepreneurs but specifically volunteering I think has exposed me to people in in your circles actually that I wouldn't have gotten to know as well as if I was just another attendee. Um, And I don't know if it was true, but I could argue that even I wouldn't be part of the downhill biking um, just because I probably would be a little bit more detached and more in my own realm rather than meeting you and the advisors of the group as well. Um, and I got exposure to the advisors on a level that I definitely wouldn't have as well. Um, that I, I felt like it was almost cheating because I was just a, <laughs> an attendee, <laughs> but I was able to, to kind of hear the backstory and the background of, of kind of you and the advisors and, and your thoughts about everything going on in the house. Um, aside from from what I can gather as well. So I think that was kind of like a super hack on my part
0: just to, to kind of get in on that level. Yeah, it, is, it really is a super hack. I mean, I've volunteered weeks of my time, I guess, total in my life for, for different organizations. I've never regretted one volunteer opportunity that I've taken up on because it's always led to something greater. You know, when you come in with a mentality of of being a volunteer. Your mentality is is what can I give as opposed to to what can I get. And when people see that they're naturally they naturally want to be around you um, and they naturally just kind of want to also give back because it's an innate human trait that we have that's just inside of us when we see other people giving, we want to do it too. And I think it's incredibly powerful and, and, and very valuable for anybody that's thinking about being a volunteer, not just at the Entrepreneur House, but uh, with any organization that they want to learn more about or connect with or, or be a part of. I know you met some pretty important people the past month, and are you open to share some of the people you interacted with and met?
1: I mean, I think the advisors, honestly, are kind of big players in their own field, Um just to go kind of from the inside out, like meeting Toger um, is, it's hard to even place him, um, as like a, a person because he's so diverse and successful at what he does and inspirational to me. Um, and I know he's been at the house in the past and, and now I'm actually going to be taking up on his coaching for his one year to, to freedom plan. Nice. Um, so, so that was, very beneficial for me to interact with him and to get to know him and realize what I have to do in my life, kind of moving forward. Um, and the other advisors, uh, Esther, I would listen to her stories and and whenever she appeared on the podcast, and hunt her down on YouTube well beforehand, and then seeing her and getting to know her on a personal basis was just such a delight. Um like I and things I wouldn't have known beforehand. Like she's such a foodie and I loved going <laughs> out to dinner with her. <laughs> that was great. Um and Steven Vanderpeel, he was uh he was been in the house before and just being to get to know him on a more personal basis as well and kind of geeking out and talking tech. Um same with Paul Levine as well. Um and aside of these advisors I was exposed to some of the bigger players in uh, our network, the DC for our listeners who don't necessarily know it. Um, DC spans across, I think 1200 members across the world. And I've been listening to their podcast for a while and almost uh, like glamorized meeting a few people and I've known some people uh, over and over that would pop up. And so through these experiences, I was uh, able to meet Brendan Tully. Um, He's a big SEO guy and living in Chiang Mai. Um, And I think he's going to do a talk coming up pretty soon here, which I'm sure he'll have a lot of value bombs. And for anyone that knows him knows that he's just an outstanding person for business and uh, just anything else that he does. uh, Just a good guy. And I was uh, able to personally meet Dan Andrews, and um, he was at the, he was obviously at the conference in DCBKK and I was actually a volunteer there for the conference as well, um, but the relationship that you have there when you're essentially working is very different from when you're not working and just being yourself on your own time. And he was one of the people uh, that I was able to meet while mountain biking. And while we did talk some business I just got kind of got to know him um, just more much more of what he's like as a person um, outside of the business realm um, which made me feel much more connected to him and the community around me of being able to understand like while everyone has a uh, whatever successful business and whatever people are are still people and it's important for me to look at them for for who they are uh and not necessarily like treat them high up on a pedestal um, mm-hmm. not to be confused with having respect for someone
0: mm-hmm. um
1: so yeah i think those are kind of the important people that
0: made an impact on me in in this time for sure that's great man that's really good to hear i remember i think i told you this Bundy. i actually I had an ex-mentor from 2008-2009, and he was an ex-military guy and and a uh, just a strong-headed and a strong-willed man and a really great entrepreneur. And I was really happy to go on our, our mountain bike trip with him. And it was a cross-country trip, and we started biking through the forest. And he was a horrible mountain biker, <laughs> and he fell over, and he racked himself, and he he couldn't stay on the bike, you know, going uphill. And I was like, Mark, man. Uh, his name is Mark Signs. Actually, I'll give him a shout-out. And I was like, man. Here I had this guy on this pedestal, and I thought he was just, you know, so amazing. And I was like, he could do anything. He's Superman. And then I was <laughs> pedaling through the forest with him on the bike, and he was just a bad mountain biker. And I was like, wow, this guy's really human. And it kind of brought him down to my level, but also, like, I still have an incredible amount of respect for him and, and we're still good friends to this day but it was like well everybody has their strengths that they're really great at and everybody has their weaknesses you know and we're all just kind of trying to grow you know our strengths and improve our weaknesses as, as best as we can
1: yeah just to kind of compound off of what you said it was really uh (laughs) beneficial for me to see kind of everyone fall and wreck themselves (laughs) as as much as i i don't uh, wish harm onto anyone else just for the same reason it was good to like see paul levine come down the hill and just be like i don't want to do this anymore and see his like personality sort of get jostled (laughs) and so that was that was refreshing for me (laughs) yeah very cool
0: what else, is there anything else you want to share about your time at the house, Bunty? Or your time as a volunteer?
1: Yeah, one one main thing. Uh, I, I think it's important um, to say that you didn't have a call for volunteers. Um, and I'm not even sure how much you were receptive to this idea before I presented this. Um, this was a totally, this was a cold email that I learned from the TAMBA podcast that you have this program. And out of my own volition, I knew that I had to be a part of it one way or another. Mm-hmm. And there is no application, there is no nothing like that saying, hey, I do this program and I will accept help. I just put myself out there as much as I can. I didn't sell myself more than what who I am, because I know that you're gonna figure out me once I, I get there one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being as genuine and authentic as I could and I'm so grateful that you were receptive um, to interacting and at least having some confidence and faith that this is going to work out. And I know it must have been at least a leap of faith for you. Just, I mean, just from talking from Skype, you can have a little bit of an idea from who I am, but I could say as much stuff as I want and charm you. But when I actually get here and I don't deliver, that must have been at least somewhat of a fear at some level for anyone who's willing to, to share their business with someone who's kind of fresh off the boat. Um, so I can't thank you enough for also letting me to take this opportunity when it was also new for you. Um, and just for our readers, I would say to take the same risk. Um, even if someone isn't receptive to it or doesn't seem like they uh, would be open to it, just go ahead and try. <laughs> just craft your cold email, get them on
0: the phone, um, and just give them what you got and see how it goes. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming out. and and when bunti bunti actually reached out to me last year about being a volunteer and and we talked a little bit about it but then we he reached out this year and and he wasn't able to make it last year and this year he was and he knew he was coming and so we had a Skype call and i was like all right that that sounds like a great idea but I saw you in Bangkok at the DCBKK conference hustling around and I was like, oh yeah, he's going to be a great volunteer. I knew it. He would, he would come up and, you know, say hi and shake my hand and just have sweat, beads of sweat, like coming down his face. And he's like, I got to go, I got to go do this thing. I was like, okay, cool, man. Cool. We'll catch up (laughs) in January. And thank you for stepping up actually and taking the risk and the, the challenge on of putting yourself out there. And it's not easy being a volunteer because a lot of times whether you get a good referral of a, a company to work with or to volunteer for you don't know what you're actually stepping into you know it's kind of a uh, new territory and it, it turned out really really well because I think Bunty came in with that giving mentality And we were absolutely, hands down, ecstatic to have him because he did a a really, really, really good job. And that's another thing that I think I'd like to mention. For example, if you volunteer with the Entrepreneur House now, you get to come to the house for free. And some other organizations offer a free ticket to their event if you come and volunteer. And you get a lot of people that come with the mentality of like, hey, I just want to get a free ticket. I'm going to volunteer and do some stuff. And I'm going to get this amazing experience. And that's coming to a volunteer opportunity with the what can I get mentality and not what can I give. And it's always the volunteers that come there with a what can I give mentality. Not even the volunteers, the people in general in any type of business that you're interacting with that stand out above the crowd because they're the givers and not the takers. And they'll get more opportunities. They'll get more time, one-on-one time with the leaders of an organization. They'll get more opportunities to meet the right people. And Bunty's had even some, some work come out of um, this opportunity as, as a volunteer from the people that he's met, which has been a good thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: to say the least. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, so I think that'll wrap up our podcast. I think we've hit every every nugget on the head about being a volunteer and our time in Thailand. Anything you want to share, Bunty, before we close out?
1: No, like you said, I think we covered it, Cover the value. I hope people do it if they have something they're thinking about and, not, and are kind of on the fence for, and just to go out there and
0: try it. <laughs> and best of luck to anyone in that position. All right, cool. Well, that's a wrap for this show. Thanks again, Bunty, for coming on the show. Again, I can't thank you enough for coming and volunteering your time. So listeners, thanks for coming on the show, and we'll sign off here.
1: Thanks again, Chris. Until next time.
0: The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for location-independent entrepreneurs. Imagine spending one month with other successful entrepreneurs building business in the world's most exotic locations. Day-to-day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality about business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for those staying in the Entrepreneur House, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. For those of you that are interested, be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com website. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.